to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Podcast with Kathy. You're on social media and you want to follow me. Follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Strict Anonymous. I've never promoted my uh, social media accounts, but I am now. So fucking follow me if you can. I would really appreciate it. Also, if you haven't subscribed to my podcast, wherever you're listening to it, subscribe, write a review if you could write a review. I love when people write good reviews. It's really appreciated and totally helps the show. Um, If you are on YouTube or even if you're not on YouTube, go to YouTube and subscribe to my channel. I love YouTube as a platform for my podcast. I can't monetize on there even though I did what I had to when I went to monetize. They're like, no fucking way because your show is about SEX. So whatever but I don't care because I actually like I said love it as a platform because a lot of people comment on the episodes and I reply to them so I I get to interact with the people listening to my show and I love that like sometimes you know you do this podcast and you put it out there and you're like you see all these people listening to but you don't know who they are so I actually love hearing from people who listen to my podcast and I hear from them a lot over YouTube people could email me directly and people do but YouTube is a lot easier for me so go to YouTube, just Google Strictly Anonymous Podcast. My podcast is there. You could comment on the episodes. A lot of times the people who are on the show comment back. I comment to every single comment. I comment back to all of them. Uh, and that's that. You also see a couple of videos that I post on my Patreon. I put them there. Um, you can join my Patreon and get extra content patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast just for a couple bucks extra a month. You could, like I said, get extra content. I have Q&As that I do on there where I give a lot of interesting gossip about myself and about the show. I give all these episodes out to my patrons on Friday as opposed to Sunday when you guys get it. And I also do extra episodes. All my part twos that I have are aired there as well as if you're into pantyhose and that's your fetish. There's a lot of extra content there. And it's fun. I mean, listen, I think that um, some people might be getting the wrong idea that because, well, it was just one guy, but I feel like where there's one, there's many. So if so, one guy is thinking something, there's got to be others. And I post these videos where you only see like my chest shot, like, right? And he's like, well, you're teasing all of us with your fucking body and you're not talking about sex. And so, first of all, anybody that listens to my show knows that. A, I'm unprofessional when it comes to advice giving, and B, I'm not a fucking porn star. I'm not a sexologist. I'm not doing this show because I'm horny and I wanna and I'm obsessed with sex. I'm a curious person. The topics on my show came by accident because I had no place to post uh, ad ads for my podcast when I first started, and I post them on Craigslist in the personal section because I'm fucking cheap, and it was free. <laughs> Seriously, that's how it all came about. And then I just started getting all these emails, and it was so interesting. And I happen to be very non-judgmental when it comes to sex too, so it really was the perfect fitting for me. But I don't do my show because 
you know, I'm jerking off while talking to these people. I think other people are, and that's cool. That's, you know, but I do it out of curiosity and an interest in people and finding things out and hearing good stories, right? And that's the same with pantyhose. I'm not on there. I'm not turning into a... I'm not trying on pantyhose and and masturbating to them. And I'm not going to talk about that on my Patreon. And I don't bait and switch anybody. Everybody knows on my Patreon that that's, you know, my uh, trying them on and doing those things for those guys is strictly out of curiosity. And I'm giving them facts. I never, I don't, you know, wear them and show them pictures of it and all that shit. Because that would be a totally different story. This guy's like, well, yeah, you could then go on to OnlyFans. As if, okay, isn't OnlyFans like a place where I would do porn. Like that's not happening. So don't go there if you think you're going to get dirty stuff. I don't know. It's going to be the same shit you hear here, but just more of it, right? And for the pantyhose people. Oh, and then the reason why I show just my breasts, they happen to be kind of big for my body. So they maybe it looks like I'm teasing people, but I had to do videos and I'm like, how am I going to do it while remaining anonymous? Because my show is called Strictly Anonymous and I'm anonymous. The people that call into my show are anonymous and I'm going to remain anonymous. So what the fuck do I show if I have to do a video and I have to do videos on YouTube, right? So I was like, I'm going to show the part of me that I show on Twitter, on my avatar on Twitter. And that's what I do. So, you know, like I said, because he said that, I don't think it's just him. I think there's maybe other people. Don't go and sign up for my Patreon if you think that you're going to get me you know, acting horny in pantyhose because that's not the deal. You guys could be horny when I talk about pantyhose or whatever. You know, that's that's your thing, but that's not my thing. Um, but it is a fun, <laughs> what a good average, like what a good salesperson I am. It is though a fun place if you're a pantyhose fetish guy or a woman. I haven't found one of those yet. Um, there's a lot of extra content there. So like I said, for a couple extra bucks a month, you get all that good stuff. Go to patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast and sign up. I love my patrons. Um, today I have on a guy named Dana. I, I taped Dana's episode a long time ago and there was a lot of issues with his phone and it kept hanging up and I really was like, oh, this is so fucking fascinating. This episode, I want to air it like the next week. But every time I came to that week, I was like, oh, I don't want to edit this one. It's going to be a long time to edit it because that's what happens for me. And so those episodes always get pushed to the side. So it's been a really long time since I taped Dana and I'm airing Dana. Um, and I have to tell you, he had sent me an email ahead of time. He's a pantyhose guy, but he gets into a lot more than that. The pantyhose is where his fetish started. His wife knows about it. He's had two other wives that didn't know about it. This one does though, and she's cool with it. We talk a lot about how she found out, how she reacted, what they do together while he's wearing pantyhose, why he didn't tell his other wife. But he's also into a lot of other stuff. Uh, he likes to try on panties, specifically plastic panties. He also likes cock cages. Now, is that the same thing as these chastity devices that other people talk about? Take a listen and you'll find out. Um, he doesn't go behind his wife back with guys or anything like that, but he has had phone sex with guys. Uh, we talk about whether he wants to cross that line, but there is something in this episode that I was like, this is the craziest shit I've ever heard. He told me about it in the email. I waited until the end of the podcast to get into it, but it is the craziest story you've ever heard. It involves his plastic panties, a bunch of eggs, an omelet and an orgasm. Um, and you will not fucking believe what you hear. And this is one of those things, like like I said before about the Patreon, like that one guy who was saying something or 
of how he felt about my Patreon. And I f- said like, oh, where there's one, there's many. Well, I don't know. In this situation, what this guy did, I need to know if anybody else has ever fucking done it. I think this might be one of those rare cases where nobody else has ever done this before. I, it is by far the craziest thing I've ever heard uh, from a guest. Uh, and he gets into that story in detail towards the end. But everything before it is fascinating. We talk about, he also is into pegging. We talk about that. Um, like I said, his pantyhose, his plastic panties, his cross-dressing, his, his phone sex with guys, and then the breakfast, quote unquote. You will not fucking believe it. So I'm going to be right back on with Dana. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Uh, hey, Dana. Welcome to the Strictly Nas Podcast. How are you today? I'm doing fine, Kathy. That's good. So when you um, emailed me, right, you just emailed me an uh, email that said, I just want to be on your show. So I had no idea what you want to talk about. But when you scheduled with me, you wrote a synopsis down, right, of what we were talking about. And you're into a lot of things, pantyhose being one of them, but also bras yes. and panties and things like that. So I don't know maybe if you're a cross-dresser or not. We'll talk about that. But you also, you've gotten into plastic panties recently, and the shit that you have done with your plastic panties that involves breakfast, okay, that's all I'm going to say, because we'll build up <laughs> to it, has to be the craziest sure. thing I've ever heard so far on my show. And I've been doing my show for five or six years now. So imagine what you have to do to get on that uh, top of that list. <laughs> it's like the craziest thing. And we are going to leave that to the end because I it is something that I have never fucking heard before. It's cray cray. <laughs> yeah, it's something else. <laughs> it is something else. Like I said, it involves breakfast. Okay, so let people yes. imagine what that is. I couldn't believe it when I read it. I was like, oh my God. But anyway, let's start off with, like, do you consider yourself a cross-dresser since you're into all that stuff? Or is it all separate things? Or do you put it together and consider yourself a cross-dresser? I don't know. Well, I'm not passable, I suppose, if if uh, I could get somebody to do my makeup and more presentable, I would probably enter out in the world that way. Um, it's just more of a home thing that I do and just enjoy the feel of all of that lace and satin and you name it. But does it change how you feel about yourself when you're dressed up? Like you feel more like a woman when you're dressed up like that. And when you're not wearing that stuff, you're a guy. I mean, do you have that? Do you have those two things going on? Well, yes. I, I find myself more relaxed when, when, of course, I'm wearing. And, you know, I don't let little uh, irritations bother me. It just seems to calm me down, so... That's kind of why I like to wear. Right. But do you feel like a woman when you, when you put them on? Do you feel like you change who you are? Does it change who you are? Not just to like relax you, but 
sort of, is there a shift in your energy where you're now you're uh, more feminine or you feel like a female as opposed to, because what I've heard from guys before who have called in, they've said that when they get that, when they put that kind of stuff on, I mean, everything shifts for them, you know? Yes. Well, I suppose in, in that sense, yes, I do feel more woman-like when I'm, when I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. Well, and then, of course, curiosity gets there, too, so. What kind of curiosity? What do you mean? Well, you know, it's just like a million things run through your mind, like what would it feel like to be with someone? And, you know, like if you got involved, like how far would would I go type of thing, you know? You mean All with a guy? Kind of question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you this. Are you married? Not- Yes. Okay. Now, I'm I'm assuming this is a secret life that you have, or does your wife know about the fact that you would like to put this kind of stuff on? Well, she uh, she's she's found out, and she's okay with it. How did she find like, out? She's really. Well, we were in bed one night and talking about different things, and and I'd had a French maid outfit, and kind of joking around that day, you know. Like you should have yourself a maid and all of that stuff. And she kind of said, well, you know, getting by. And I said, well, no, like a, a personal maid. And she kind of laughed and didn't say anything. So I went into the bathroom and changed out and walked out and surprised her. So, Well, that took balls because it's not kind of like she found out. It was like, that's like you telling her. That's a different story. I mean, her finding out would be like she found your drawer full of or like your stash full of all your stuff. And she was like, what the fuck is this? But you coming out in a French maid outfit all dressed up is, I would say, more like you came out of the closet to her about what you were into. Well, I didn't want to keep any secrets from her and didn't want to have her say, find the stash, yeah. and then wonder what's going on. Yeah, all my stuff. How, well, how far into your relationship did you tell her that? Oh, probably a good year, mm-hmm. year and a half. Okay, how long have you been with your yeah. wife for? Three years now. All right, so after you did the French maid thing, was she into it, or how did she react? Well, yeah, she she really loved how I looked in my uh pantyhose and and how they felt on her as well like when I rubbed up against her mm-hmm. and she kind of said I look really cute in my my French made outfit so it just kind of went from there that's and great a night or two yeah and then a night or two we, we thought we were going to get romantic in bed and then all of a sudden she fell asleep so I had my pantyhose on so I just went to sleep and in the morning she brushes over and what do you got on? And I said, well, a surprise. And yeah, that's, she's really accepted it. So I'm quite happy. Yeah. So how come you've never asked her to maybe put makeup on you? I don't know. <laughs> Considering you, well, you know, dressed up with all the other stuff in front of her, how you never asked her to do it? No, I really haven't asked her that part yet. Mm-hmm. Usually her makeup is there and I don't want to, you know, mess with her makeup, so. 
but you have a but uh, you know i know that you said before like the if i maybe if i could be done up properly like i would totally do it but i've never had anyone to put makeup on me but if your wife is super cool and open about it and knows that you like to dress up and women's clothing sometimes i think probably eventually you know you if you asked her one day hey when you had that french maid outfit or on or something if you said could you make up my face she'd probably be down do you think well i probably would think so because yeah she's open about everything else so yeah you should get her to try to put it on you one day i mean listen there's nothing like a i mean i you know, a lot of times people think, oh, because a woman knows how to put makeup on herself, she'd know how to do it to anybody. But that's not necessarily the case. But she, you know, if it's, it's a good place to start. I think you should one day ask her to put the makeup on you. But before her, right, how old are you now? Uh, 54. You're 54. So you've only been married. Is this your second wife or first wife? Uh, it's actually... About my third one, so. Oh, your third, your third one. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I lost. No, I'm not going. I'm not going through wives like you think. No, the first one uh, had uh, passed away, and then the second one had issues. So, yeah, number three. Right. Okay. No, I mean whatever. But uh, did any of those the, the first two wives? Did they know about what you were into as well? Were you open with them? No, I just was more or less just hiding it and and finally got to the point where I didn't care anymore. I just, I want to feel comfortable. Yeah, you know, I, I have to say, there's been a couple guys that I've talked to over 50, right? Um, and that And there's something about that age that makes people or men because I've just heard it a bunch of times on my show you know and that's the way I make my assumptions <laughs> um, like there's that men are get to the point where they just don't really want to be who they are and they do, they're so sick of hiding it because I've had other guys on my show that that is around the time that they're either ready to do it and haven't done it yet but they want to right or that they've done it like you have right because with this one, you said, oh, I wanted to, I, I, I wasn't going to keep it a secret from her. Because I was like, wow, that's pretty ballsy that you walked out in your French maid outfit. But you did keep it a secret with your first two wives. So your whole life, you kept it a secret. And then all of a sudden, you went into this marriage totally different, which I think is really amazing. And and like you said, you couldn't, you didn't want to keep it a secret anymore. And I've heard that. So uh, do you think it came with age or did something happen? Like, why do you think now that changed for you? Well, I just, I think it's the love that I have for, for the wearing and how the pantyhose feel. And just, you know, I just wanted to be open and honest so that there was no secrets. Or to find out and then be accused must be sleeping around because there's other pantyhose here or bras or something. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Way I was out there and saved myself a whole lot of problems. Yeah, it was funny. I was watching some show on TV, some reality show, and the girl, it was like 90 Day Fiance, I think it was, and the girl found, I think it was a bra, or no, a panties or a bra in the guy's house. And he was like, oh, those are from an ex-girlfriend from so long ago. And he, she was like, what? And I was like, you know, something that no one's thinking about here that I would never have thought about before I did my show, but like maybe they're his pants. Like maybe that's what he's into. Do you know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah. 
It could be, yes. Yeah, right? Because he was like horrified and that, you know, but maybe it was his panties. And now that I know that, you know, guys are into that kind of stuff. So you never, I'm assuming you never got busted from your two wives before, but I don't know. How, did either one of them ever no. find out? No. No, no. I had a, a spot that I had hid in kind of like a back room. And and then as we were cleaning it, it's getting open and open and and yeah, uh, most of them didn't didn't ever go into that room because I said it just had stuff stored in there that you know was years back type of things, and they never questioned it. So I never ever did go in to find out what it was. So I just this way I just figured I'm renovating and moving stuff, so I put it in a dresser, and and there I am now. So. So let's go back, though, before you were married and when you were younger. Did it start with pantyhose and then it progressed to the other things? Or what did, What were you into first? It was it was pantyhose. Mm-hmm. I uh, found a pair of, of mums in, in a room, and I went when they were gone and put them on. And, geez, the way they brushed up against me when I was pulling them up, they felt fantastic. And then it became more... At first, I felt terrible after I did it. I felt like I was doing something terribly wrong. Mm-hmm. So then two or three days later, I put them on again. And after that time, yeah, I was hooked on them. Right. And now how old were you? Do you remember? I'd be probably about 13 at that time. Right. And so because you're older, because a lot of times I hear guys that start like, way before they're even, you know, sexualized or have those sexual feelings, right? So was it a turn-on immediately right. for you because you're 13 years old? Well, I I would think it was, yes, because, right. uh, yeah, it, it definitely felt really good and, and got my attention. <laughs> <laughs> right, like you got horny for so, when, and then you kept going back. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so yes. You, so it, when you left with, live with your mom, right, and you're stealing, like, your mom's and that's where you're getting them, like, how do you get your fix after that? Or, like, did you ever get caught with your mom at home? Well, no, no, I was careful there. And then at, uh, usually, you know, if I went to town, I would stock up a little bit on my own, like, Christmas gifts I would take and buy them, but they weren't for anybody but me. Right. So Smart. nobody ever questioned it. So I ended up buying mine quite often. And then, of course, when I got my driver's license, I was able to get into town and do whatever shopping I wanted. So. Mm-hmm. And so it started. And then when did you start to get into the other things that you're into? Do you remember? Well, yeah, when I was still in uh, high school and stuff, I I picked up uh, a few Playboys and and Skank and stuff like that, magazines. And there was a lady on there selling her uh, bras and panties and stockings and garter belts. So I thought, well, I'm this far. Might as well try it. So I would take and and buy her stuff, which was lucky enough it fit me. And, yeah, after that I was – I was hooked on that too. Right. And so you would get them sent to your house when you lived with your mom? Yes. Mhm. And so and the yeah, bras 
how would she send them to you? Like in a pa- just a package your mom, I guess, would never know. Yeah, it was just in an unmarked package, like one of those shipping packages at, at mm-hmm. the post office. It's just unmarked bag, and it would come. And Yeah, and then I even forgot that I ordered it, and then it finally came and went into the room, opened it up, and it was like Christmas morning. It was just, <laughs> I, can imagine. I was overwhelmed. Right. Yeah. And now you said to me that you, sometimes when you put that on, you do think about, your mind goes into thinking about, like, how, what would you do if there was another person there, meaning a guy, and how far would you go? Did those thoughts start yes. back then when you were 13 and putting this stuff on, or did those kind of thoughts come later on? They came later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the time, I just I just wanted to wear because there were so many shows on TV at that time. Charlie's Angels, Wonder Woman, yeah, and all of that, and it just was overwhelming. It was just like, oh, they look so gorgeous, and and man, I wonder how that would feel. And to me, it was just a rush. You mean they they were wearing pantyhose and bras, like what they were when you say what they were so gorgeous? Was it like their undergarments what they were wearing, or yeah. was it the pantyhose? Yeah, like mm-hmm. yeah, it's like Charlie's Angels and. And Three's Company, they always had pantyhose on, and, and you could see the, how their legs looked and and whatnot. And then as, as the other shows would come, you could see bras hanging up and stuff. And it was just like, wonder how that would feel. And never know until you buy it. So then that's when I bought them and tried them and fell in love with them. Right. And would you go back to that same place and order? Did you order a lot? Like, how how big was your stash when you were younger? Well, it was getting up there towards the time when I was uh, finishing up and getting ready to graduate. Uh, I had quite a big tub full of stuff. Oh, my God. But uh, Imagine yeah, if your mom yeah. found it. Oh, yeah, I can't even imagine. <laughs> so, so yeah, so, no, anyway, after after that, that some of the stuff was getting smaller, so I just ended up getting rid of it. And then when I got married, I thought, well, you know, that feeling would go away. And then all of a sudden, no, you'd go to a wedding, and women were all uh, dressed in nice skirts and, and dresses and and pantyhose or nylons and it was just like oh i miss those days so then i'd go and whenever again you know you'd be out and i'd go to a store i'd pick up whatever i needed like bras or panties if they were on sale and they looked good i would pick them up Mm -hmm. and then go home and you kept that from a secret the whole time from your wife the first wife yes Mm -hmm. yes and yeah, it was to the point like when Zellers in Canada was still open, I would take and and walk in there and down to the pantyhose aisle and look at the packages and read the sizing and all that stuff. And women would kind of come up and grab stuff and take off right away. Like it was almost like they were feeling, "What am I doing here?" But I was calm about it. Like I just kept looking and picking up what I wanted. I didn't want the wrong size. Right. (laughs) And what did you like? Like, what was the one, like, a lot of times I hear that the nude is what people like. 
you know, most guys that have the fetish like that. But then I find some guys like the sheer black ones. I mean, was there something specific that you always sort of looked for or did look for when you were buying for yourself? Well, I would, the first few pairs that I ever bought was white. And at that time, it was more or less one of the colors that they had out there. So I picked it up. And then afterwards, I got thinking, yeah, maybe the nudes or the beige would be better because then that way, if your sock happens to go down or whatever, you know, it, it's not noticeable. Uh-huh. So then I went to that. So it was just, you know, again, it was just whatever colors that I felt like at that time. I have tried black, but I noticed that if your hands aren't quite smooth, you'll snag them. And the beige ones or the nudes didn't show that as much. So I kind of stuck them out. So. Mm-hmm. And now would you ever go out with them on underneath your pants? Oh, yes. Yes. And in fact, the last, uh, last, uh, 12 years, I've been wearing pantyhose every day. Oh, really? To work and everything. Yeah. Underneath my pants and everything. Way to go. Mm-hmm. And you don't ever, I, I always I, think, I but I always think, right, that if I was wearing, you know, because you always see guys bending over, even women bending over or like crossing their legs. And then, you know, you could see people's socks and stuff that or sometimes you see an underwear or a thong sticking out. You know, you just don't know. Right. That you don't ever worry that somehow or maybe you're into it. I don't know that somebody would catch wind that you had pantyhose on underneath. Well, yeah, I know where, where you're coming from. Actually, it happened when I was in a mall one time. I was walking along and completely forgot that I was even wearing my pantyhose. Right. And, yeah, I had a little thong on, underneath. And when I reached down, actually, to buy some pantyhose, this lady kind of giggled to her friend. And I looked oh, up yeah. and I, yeah. and kind of like in shock. And she says... I love your pantyhose. And it was like, oh. And she said, no, no, it's good. It's good. All good, she says. It's cute. <laughs> so, yeah. That and was nice the other her. one piped up and said, yeah, I like your, I like your pink song. I, I have a pair, too. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Yes. I kind of I got out of there quick. But, no, after that, I made sure that, you know, I had, a longer shirt on or or something you know to cover just and if in you're case cr- and if you're crossing your legs at work you have socks on over it right so they're never really looking up your yeah. legs but if you're married at the time no. right and you have these pantyhose on underneath your clothes i mean how does your wife not find out uh first ones are you referring to or the last one i don't know <laughs> i don't know if you're doing it you're okay. the last well, one. This, no. this wife it knows. Was, yeah it it was just basically like i always made sure i kept them well hid like underneath my clothing and stuff and yeah it, it issue never ever came up so yeah it's not like you ever came whatever, home you know. and started fooling around and then she put puts her hands down your pants and you got like you know i don't know or she grabbed your ass and it's well, like, what the hell's that? Like, it feels so, you know, I no, don't know. No, because we're, we're, yeah, we're both working. So when we get home, you know, we're starting supper and whatnot. So it's brief in and out. And then, then I would 
take and go in and into the bathroom and, or down into you know into the bedroom, the back of the hall there, and, and strip out of them. And then, yeah, when things calmed down, then it was like I didn't have anything on. Right. And then mm-hmm. with this one here, I just I just got to the point where I didn't want to hide it anymore. Yeah, no, because so I would think it takes just, a lot of energy, the fact that, because listen, you can never take your pants, you can never pull, like you come home and you always have to go and hide yourself to take your pants off, right? Because you couldn't just take them off in front of any, your first two wives because they would see. Well, no. And then you had to hide them. So, I mean, it's kind of like, a not that, listen, it's not that hard to do, but there is an energy that you have to put into keeping a secret life. And it must be really nice that you don't have to exert that energy anymore. Oh, it's very nice. Like it's so relaxed, and and I feel so good about it. You know, I just wish the heck that you know I would have said something sooner because you know it could have been three more years out in the open instead of instead of what it is. Just starting now, yeah. And let me tell you, there's a lot of guys that are listening yeah. to this that wish they were in your position i've had many of them on my show uh and you know a couple of them were around your age and they're really ready to they don't want to have to hide it anymore either uh some of them are in relationships and don't know how to break the news to their girls some are in and don't believe that they could ever find somebody that would be okay with it but look your wife was is was totally fine and did she actually like like it do you think or does she just she's into it because you're into it or do you think she actually enjoys it for no, herself she, she likes she it. just looked at first and just kind of jokingly and said what the hell you got on there uh-huh. so uh-huh. i fired up the light and i showed her i said this is what yeah oh my god that's cute she says and yeah since then we've been out and we walked through a few, uh, like, sex shops and stuff like that. And she'll see a cute little number and said, oh, that's nice. That looks really cute. And I said, yeah, want to try it on? Well, no, I'm thinking for you. I'm thinking, cool. So you either pick one up or, oh, we'll try it later or something like that. And then you pick it up and where you go again. So. Mm-hmm. So it's nice that she is open. I I really appreciate that in her and and quite happy. Yeah, that's amazing. Now, before her though, when you're with the uh, your other wives and you were wearing those pantyhose out, have you ever and you had you said that the thoughts about men came way later. Where were you or how old were you and which wife were you with? Like in the timeline did those well, thoughts start it, coming up? That was about the second one, and, and uh-huh. she was that she didn't really seem to have the time or the patience. Well, not the patience, but the time. It seemed like for a relationship, it was just like almost like she was trying to pass through and just pick up what she could and and go. And I just it was a loveless marriage, so it was about that time where well, all of a sudden when I'm wearing and and she was gone, it was like geez, you know, all dressed up and no one to appreciate it. And then, you know, you get thinking about, well, and watching porn or something like that. And then all of a sudden you'll see a guy and a gal and then another guy. And it's like, God, that kind of looks interesting. And it just keeps your mind kind of going. And, mm-hmm. 
And then you start to question yourself. So. Right. Wait, hello. So, yeah, it's it's just one of those. Yes. Yeah, go it's on. just one of those things that that you know that I'm kind of still wondering about. Like, if the opportunity presented itself, I'm not sure. I suppose if the woman was right and she was talking up a storm, I might try it. But right now, I'm saying no. As far as meaning like you would be interested in having yourself with a woman and another man? Right now, because I am happy with what I've got, understanding life and stuff, I would probably, you know, never, never see it happening because I love my wife and, you know, I really don't want to mess things up. Right. But when you had, when you were with the last one and you were having those thoughts, what was the fantasy for you? Was it you're with a woman and another guy joins in or it's you dressed up as a woman and another guy and you interact and you're the woman in the in the scenario? Like what was the fantasy that got you going? Well, I guess it would be that one where I'm dressed up and a woman is dressed up and then it would be like the guy sharing two women and then with, with the other woman there, you know, I could get some helpful hints on on stuff and what to do and all that kind of it would it would uh, build the excitement type for uh-huh. me you know thinking uh-huh. of of what it would be like mm-hmm. and what would you I mean do you feel like maybe you're into guys or like what what do you in that fantasy situation do you do with the guy well at that particular time I think if it would have presented itself I would have probably probably would have tried maybe sucking on his cock or something like that just uh-huh. you know and then from there see about how far it would go right uh i have thought about anal too uh-huh. and and whatever else so you know whether it had a strap on or somebody would like real would do it you know uh-huh. i would definitely you know i would i would give it a try let's just say you know like how would you know unless you try it? So yeah, for sure. I bet you could get your wife to uh, use a strap on with you, the wife you have now, don't you think? Oh, she probably would. Yes. Mm-hmm. You should try it yeah, out. I, well, I would like to. Right. But then it might get me wanting the real thing. So I don't know. It might backfire on me. Right, but you're a little no, afraid of like it. liking it too much. Have you ever put anything in your ass, like while you're just playing around with yourself? Oh yeah, I've had uh, dildo and stuff that I've had, and worked it in and out and different vibes and stuff. And I've had butt plugs too, where you put it in and so leave you it for know. A while. So then you know that you like it, right? Yes, it's 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 a different uh, feeling. Yeah. And it's kind of unique. I've actually got, uh, I ordered up a pair of, of uh, uh, PVC uh, panties, and they actually have a, a built-in dildo inside of them. So What's a PVC panty? PVC? What's that? Yeah, they're kind of like the vinyl uh, panties, like oh. the plastic panties. 
Oh, yeah, right. This is what that gets into the breakfast scene. So the plastic panties, (laughs) the plastic panties. And then so inside they have uh, a dildo that you put in your ass and then walk around with them on. Is that how it works? Yes. Yes. So I'm waiting for them to come because then that way, you know, I might wear them all day type of thing just to see how excited I can get. Right. Now, does your wife know that you like that kind of stuff or have you kept the anal action out of your relationship with her? Like, have you ever showed her your toys or anything? No, I haven't showed her my toys. No, I just for the say part right now, I just slowly like to build it up a little bit, get her more used to it and then keep our talk open and hopefully then take it to the to a strap-on type of thing and, and involved from there, so. Right. So does she know, have you show, have you, I know you haven't told her about the, the, the panties with the dick inside them, right, or the dildo, but does she, has she seen you in the, like the, the panties that you just recently got into, just the plastic ones, the vinyl ones, without something no. in them? No, she hasn't yet. I just, like, I only been putting them on and whatnot when I got into kind of trying out uh, cock cages and stuff like that, just to try something different again and feel what it's like to wear one of them. So then when I got them on, of course, you drip and whatever, so that's why I put the plastic panties on. So So wait, slow it down, because you just brought up the next thing. I was going to talk about those, because that was in your email, too. Uh, you got into the cock cages. When did that start? Did all this start before when you were lonely in that last marriage or did it start? When, when did you get into all this stuff? Yes, it was at, at, at the end of the other one. And then, uh, the start of my new one coming and stuff. And it was just every once in a while, I still have those urges and, and whatever. So I would just take and slowly try something else into my lineup mm-hmm. so I wanted to do, so I wanted to try a cock cage so I took and ordered one of them and and slip it on and and like to actually wear it as well so the co- the cock cage right is that like a cock um what are they called the cb something what are those is it the same yes you know what does that mean it's a- Oh, well, uh, chastity, yes, right? chastity belt or whatever. Yeah, chastity, right? yeah, chastity cage. Yes, it just uh, ring goes around your yes. ball sack, and then mm-hmm. and then the uh, tip slides over there into your cock, and then you just lock yourself in. So. And how is that? It's actually pretty good. First time I tried it, I thought oh, this is terrible. Like, how could anybody? go on with this and then I left it on for oh three hours that day and the first hour was was pure hell and then after that I didn't even know I was wearing it it felt comfortable uh-huh and then when does it start to feel like a turn-on like and why if it feels like torture at first and then it, you don't even know you're feeling it that it's on, and then what about well, it gets you turned on? You then you get yourself turned on, and you're getting hard, and you can't get out of it, and that's well, the turn on. Yeah, and uh, and the thing is, it just builds up, and you get that 
it's a different pressure. It's it's a confined pressure, mm-hmm. and then it, it's not painful. It's just it's actually a pretty neat feeling. Right. And then yeah, then if if I happen to you know slip on porn or something and watch it, it's like frustration. You you, you want to stroke it, but there's no way you can get at it. Right. And it just keeps dripping and dripping, and then. The more it drifts, then you know. Eventually, you do, you know, will have have a come to it because it just it builds up and builds up, and then it just kind of drizzles out. Right, and because you can't a, do anything. Do you? So it's really like the ultimate foreplay because you get yourself to a point where you're so horny that you're. You have you can you actually come from it without doing anything without even touching yourself? Oh yeah, like I've been when I when they're like when I'm caged like that and then I'm wearing my plastic panties over top of them. Yeah, and then you know there's just so much moisture there and whatever, and then certain ways you move or whatever, and then it just builds and builds, and yeah, you don't have to touch it or anything, and then first thing you know you're you explode but it's it's just kind of a like a lazy flow out of you it's not forced it's Mm -hmm. just drips and did you get this on amazon like is this something that somebody could just go and buy online well yeah i i actually got this one off uh, amazon i i was on wish before and i got a plastic one but that little cage around the ball sack would always seem to break they got too cheap a plastic or whatever. Mm-hmm. So then I went with this metal one now and it's it's a little weighted. It's it's heavier. It's supposed to be a stainless steel one. But mm-hmm. you know, you, you got the weight to it. And it's it's I actually I love the darn thing. Now it, let me ask you this. I'm gonna feels- include links for these two. You'll send me the um what you use so that if people listening wanna try it. Uh, they could go. I'm assuming the plastic one is way cheaper than the stainless steel one. How much do they go for? About like what is the price of them? Well, like the ones that I bought on Wish, yeah. uh, you know, they were like twenty four dollars. Sometimes they'll put them on sale. Uh huh. And then, of course, then you're paying that much for postage. So right. another company I go through is Pink Cherry. It's an adult. Uh, store in Canada and you can order from there and they actually have some pretty neat stuff and then this one actually I was in a a love store uh, just for lovers and I picked it up at that one this one was about a hundred dollars because it was stainless steel and and supposed to be a non-rusting lock padlock but it, it does rust so that's why. So the the plastic ones will cost someone around twenty five thirty bucks. But if they really want to go yes. for the higher end ones, you're gonna you could spend about a hundred dollars, and that's maybe for somebody that's a yes. little bit more professional. I mean, I think it's interesting, right? right. Somebody because it's like not everybody has tried this, right? Only some people decide to go out and try it. It's interesting that for you, it didn't really feel good at first. But then you gave it another try and then another try, right? And then all of a sudden right. you realize, wow, this is like pretty hardcore. So was it like you saw it in porn and that's how you knew about it? And how did you know to keep going with it? Well, yes, I, I've seen someone on porn that had them. 
Mm-hmm. And then you read stories of, of cuckold couples yeah. and, and stuff, and they're locked up in it. So, you know, it's kind of intriguing. And then the fact that you're basically helpless, you know, and can't do anything. So it, it kind of works in with my my pantyhose and my love for lingerie, bras, panties, and all of that. It just kind of call all in, in one type of thing. It's, it's a rush. Right. And so when you're all done up and you put that on, but do you go out during the day? Because uh, I, I, I'm assuming your wife doesn't know about this either, right? Yeah, she doesn't know about the cock. No, she cage. doesn't know the, right. about the cage, no. So you go but out no, with that, have, though, now? Oh, yeah. I'm wearing it, I'm wearing it, worn, sorry, yeah. worn them out and whatnot. Now, another thing for the listeners to keep in mind that, you know, the metal one, if you're traveling, is not very good unless you want to get get uh, <laughs> scanned at the airport and get busted. Yeah. So the plastic one is better. And then they have little plastic tags that will actually, like if you have a mistress or something like that, they can put these plastic little tags on so you can't take it off. It's like a lot right. of these plastic. And they have a little number on them and then, you know, she can see that you've never taken off or replaced them. Mm-hmm. So... So, yeah, it's kind of intriguing. So for guys that are listening, if they've never used them before, right, they should know that maybe at first it will feel very uncomfortable and not be good. But if you keep going, it'll eventually be enjoyable, right? So, like, maybe some people, right? I mean, I think it's good for people, for you to give that information so that if somebody's interested in trying it, they know. Because maybe somebody will buy it and be like, oh, this feels like torture and they give up but you're here to say that if yeah. you keep with it it's actually enjoyable mm-hmm. and and the thing is too when i got it you know i they don't give instructions on how to actually put it on so you know everything is dry and it, you try to put it on it, it sticks so i googled it and, it and they said if you use a end of a nylon pantyhose or a stocking and just feed it through the tip of the the cock cage and then just as you're pulling it down into place slide the pantyhose out and then it just like slips on easier so you don't have to you know because if you start to get it too aroused you you struggle to get it on it's just next to impossible until it weakens again right so at least with the nylon stocking as you pull it 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 slides down and and it helps the ease of putting it on. Now, have you ever, because like you were saying, oh, if you have a mistress, she, she has the peg and she could open it up. Have you ever had any sexual, like, affairs with p- women? I know you've been married a couple times, but have you ever had a mistress or had somebody that you've done these kind of things with, a woman on the side? Well, I, I did uh, years back. Uh, between the first and the second, I took in and was in in the city and met up with a lady. Uh, I talked to her before off a of, off of one of the oh, ads that she had placed on Craigslist when they were up and running. Yeah, and I I'd said you know like I have this fascination for pantyhose and and 
I said, you know, I've never been with a woman like that, and I would, you know, like to dress up with her and and see where it went. And she was down with that. She said, sure. So we met for coffee, and then she said, just leave your vehicle. I'll take you to my place because she didn't want me riding there and whatnot. So we ended up at her place, and then, uh, of course, I went and then put on my stuff and came out and it was like, Oh, you look great in that. So then it went on a little bit more and she said, well, what do you think of my feet? And then I kind of looked at her nylon feet and they looked really stunning. And she said, well, why don't you touch them? Why don't you lick them? And I said, well, I'm not, not sure that I'm into feet, but she said, well, you don't know unless you try. So, yeah, she had new hose on, so I was smelling her feet and rubbing them, caressing them, and she could tell that I was getting really aroused, so then she gave, ended up giving me a foot job, so that was sensational. Mm-hmm. A feel of, of uh, nylon feet on your, like, through your pantyhose as well, because she just she didn't want me to pull them down. She wanted me to actually come inside my pantyhose. So, right. So I said, no, that that's fine. So, yeah. So it was kind of kind of a really big turn on for me. Since she said, now there you came in, you came in your pantyhose. How does that feel? And just the way she said it, it was like it was it was a turn on. She knew what she was doing. She knew what a guy like oh, you yeah. liked, right? She knew that that was, she was yeah. probably with other guys that are into that or, you know, been down that road before because she knew that that would be a turn on for sure. Did you see her often? Yeah. I mean, was that some, or was that the only time you saw her? Well, it was the only time because she was uh, in between jobs and she had a, a job transfer. So she ended up out in Vancouver someplace. So, no, I'd never, never seen her again. And, and then, like I said, Craigslist disappeared. So I really haven't found anybody else. Like that. What about guys? Have you have had any like online interactions with any men that you could fantasize with? I, I, yeah. When I was dressing before in pantyhose and, and, whatnot they'd always oh what are you wearing and can we see and then you know you'd just I had a video cam that I would glance every once in a while and show them just parts of it and then yeah this other guy he used to phone and and ask how things were and then we'd get talking and yeah it would always end up for me kind of coming inside of my pantyhose again type of thing so mm-hmm. so you've had phone sex with guys yes mm-hmm. but you've never yes. been with a man in real life no, like face to face right mm-hmm. no no not not yet anyway so right but maybe if your wife was into it because you're happy with her now let's get into yes. this craziest thing i've ever heard okay and I need to know if your wife had breakfast with you that day. So you told no. me. <laughs> okay. So you tell the story. Just just you you tell the story, right? You're into these okay. nylon panties. It starts with the fact that you get into these nylon panties that you're wearing. Do you get those on Amazon too? 
Yes, I. Uh, there's another spot in the states. Uh, what is it called? Uh, Fetware, okay. and. I always used to get those plastic panties or vinyl panties from him, and then I can get them off of, of uh, Wish or Amazon has them okay. as well. So I, anyway, have, a, I have like these. a whole Amazon affiliate now, so I just like put links for oh. things. So it's it's great. It just it actually helps people because it's like one stop shopping, right? They hear about all the stuff and then they could get it. So I'm like, if you're getting it on Amazon, right. I could just link to it. So I'll give links yeah. to all these things, right? So these panties let's start like tell your story you get yeah. into these you get them so, on amazon so yeah so i had bought or got these pair and they came in and they were a nice kind of uh kind of a bright uh, fluorescent pink type uh ladies brief mm-hmm. panties and i put them on and they felt so good so i thought well i'll put my uh cock cage on and then pull the panties out well then that even felt way better. So then I ended up putting my pantyhose over top of that. And it was a weekend where my wife was away on business and stuff. So I was at home bored. So I put all this stuff on and basically wore it all day. And then I went and had a quick shower and then slipped back into them. The, say moist panties, those plastic ones that I had, put them back on and, and they felt terrific. And then I ended up watching a movie and fell asleep in all of that, wearing it with the cage and all of that on. And next morning when I woke up, it, I was still locked in my cage and my plastic uh, panties were just absolutely dripping with, with pre-cum. Mm-hmm. So I went upstairs feeling horny and and hungry as well. And I got up into the kitchen and opened up the fridge and I'm looking around and thought, well, maybe I'd make an omelet, but I didn't have all the fixings. So I thought, well, maybe scrambled eggs. So as I was getting these eggs out, I started to get kind of as hard as you can inside of a cock cake. Mm -hmm. And I thought, geez, you know, this feels exciting. So all of a sudden, it was getting wetter down in there and more tension. And for some reason, I ended up kind of cracking four eggs and dropping them down inside while I was wearing them and collected them inside the plastic panties and let it sit there and kind of formed around. And the first thing I know, I... I ended up coming inside of of them along with the egg juices, eh? Right. So, because you have this cock ring on, or this cock cage, right? But it's like open. So, the turn on for you was the feeling of like all that mix, that stuff inside there, right? All over your cock at the time. Yeah. Uh It was the balls. It was was that whole, the way it slithered over top of that um, stainless steel tip on the on the cock cage it, it you could feel the juices running over it it, it yeah. was a sensation unbelievable uh-huh how and many did then, you put in how many eggs <laughs> i had four uh-huh okay so you crack them in the yeah. feels amazing you come yeah uh-huh. then i came came inside of them and then i thought 
what the hell? So I ended up popping out of my pantyhose and, and the, the plastic panty still held all the mixture in there. And then I kind of felt bad because, you know, I don't want to waste anything like the eggs because, you know, there's quarantines going on and, and everything else. Oh, this was recent. Yeah. And, yeah. And it's, you know, I didn't want to waste anything. So I thought, well, unclean. So I just ended up leaning over and dropping it into a pan and ended up making myself scrambled eggs Stop, with my cum mixture. I can't even. I cannot even, because I know you're saying, like, I'm clean, but, I mean, you can't forget, like, you came in the, that egg scramble. That's, that's so funny. Yeah, I know. And it was there, and it, the, everything scrambled. So, like I said, I didn't want it. I didn't want to waste food because I don't believe in that. So I thought, well, what the hell? Like I've, I've tasted my own cum before yeah, and whatnot, but never ever had it with eggs. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you scrambled them up and then you ate it. Now, let me, did you, did they taste any different than regular scrambled eggs? Well, yeah, it was my first time ever, ever uh, <laughs> making cummy uh, scrambled eggs. Oh, so I just, <laughs> I just took and basically added some salt, which I shouldn't have done because it was salt your theory. natural salts are there. <laughs> so yeah, they were a little bit saltier, but oh. no, actually, it uh, you know if if uh, I didn't know. That somebody came inside my eggs, you know, <laughs> I would, you would never have tasted the difference. You never would have known. Holy shit. I mean, that when, when that's what I was talking about in the beginning, right? We opened up with like, I, it was, it really is the craziest thing I've ever heard for real. <laughs> right. I mean, well, I, you I don't know if I should. <laughs> what? I, I don't know if I should be honored or flattered or, or shocked. I don't know. All of the above. But, <laughs> yes. I mean, come on. You know and that I, that's like the craziest thing. Where did you get the idea to like crack the egg and put it down there? Did you ever, is that a, like a, a porn thing? Like do other people do that or that was just something that you I, thought of? I never ever seen anybody do it. Maybe I should make a video and yeah. No, put it I think out I have to. I the, think I have to link to eggs on Amazon too. I have a feeling. <laughs> I promise you, there are going to be some no, guys I, that are going to do it be, after they hear this. Yeah. No, it was just a spur of the moment. Like when I was standing there, and for some reason, being locked up, it it started to my cock would start to swell inside the cock cage and, and it was just excitement. And then I seen the eggs and I'm thinking, geez, you know, that kind of feels, you know, they'd probably feel the same way as my pre-cum. So I don't know why I did it, but I just cracked one and it felt good. So I added four more into it. <laughs> and it felt and, like amazing. And you actually came from it cause it felt so good. Yes, and of course I'd been away before and and had had my legs waxed and and down in that area it's everything's kind of like hair free so like I said it was I didn't want to waste the eggs so that's why I ended up uh, cooking the mixture. 
Well, I don't know if I listen when I say that some guys are going to try this at home. I don't know if they're going to. I don't think you're going to get one other guy to cook the eggs and eat them. But I do think that you there are going to be some guys that are going to hear how you know how horny guys are. If they find out that like, oh, they, you know, eggs feel like really good if you crack them on your dick, like they're going to go out and try it. Yeah, probably they will. But no, it's it, it felt amazing. Like I said the next thing I might do is, is slip one or two inside of a condom and then just go that way with it. So Oh, another idea you have for people listening. I want to know if anyone tries yeah. this at home to email me and tell me strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Cause I, like I said, I think, you know, when people are listening to other people talk, right, they learn things and then they th- start to think, and that's why I'm like, Oh, I'll link to your cock rings or cock cages, the chastity belts or whatever you want to call them. Um, just so people, cause you know, maybe a guy's listening to this and he's uh, the type of guy that likes to try different things, you know, when he's masturbating by himself and this is in, you know, listening to you talk, you know, they're going to want to try it. And then when they hear this, I do think that there's going to be guys that are going to try it because of like you, you saying it feels so good. They're going to be curious. Right. And if you think about it, yeah. right, the consistency of a raw egg is like kind of like a cummy kind of consistency. Right. It's like. Yes. Yes. The, like the egg white is yeah. similar to the pre-cum. And yeah. then. Yeah, the yolk is more or less once it's snatched up is basically like the cum, and yeah, you couldn't even see it in there. Uh, it see what happened, but yeah, you, once they were in the egg, you didn't even know they were there. Right, and now after you did it because it was so good, you're going to do it again, and this time you're going to put a little bit of it in in a uh, in a condom. So I think yeah. like that's this this story is definitely going to get other people to try it, which I think is like I want to hear from those people or somebody I know because yeah. it's so well, it's interesting. It is, it is, and it it felt amazing, and yeah, definitely it's got me wanting to do it again. Probably next time she goes on business or something like that, then yeah, I'll probably. Uh, but if it's one egg in a condom, will you cook it? <laughs> will you cook it again? Was there any kind of turn on for that? Or was it strictly like you cooked them and ate them because, you know, you're real frugal and you don't like to waste shit? Or was there something about that that was well, a turn on? Like I said, I've 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 tasted my uh, actual cum before and it's not that terrible bad. Uh, kind of. The first time it was like, oh, what am I doing? But then it's actually not that bad. And then I just thought, well, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to try this in food. Because I've, I've heard of other people coming on top of pizzas or oh, really? a burger a or something like that. Right. Yeah. And I just thought, well, I'm just going to make it one step better and just do it in eggs. So. Right. So there was a part of it. It wasn't just because you didn't want to waste it. It was a part of it also was your curiosity and your kinky mind, right? Yes. I would say that's probably 75% of it right there. Right. It's just the idea of it and how far could I actually go? Like, so 
once I came inside those and then put them in a pan, it was like, okay, now the next step, what do I do? And I just, I thought, well, you know, again, until you try it, you just don't know. So I went for it and actually I don't mind them at all. Right. And was it a turn on? It was. Mm-hmm. And then, actually, too, every time you ate a bite, it was on your mind. Like, yeah, I just came inside those eggs. But, you oh know, and yes. it, it, it was like it. it uh, other than, like I said, if, if somebody's going to make them, don't add salt because you've already added it. Right. So. It's salty enough. Oh, my God. It, yeah. that, that really is. I don't know if anyone will be able to t- ever top that story. Seriously. It's like the most fascinating, crazy thing I've ever heard on my show. I mean, you know, like seriously, I've never heard of it before. Like, I don't know if anyone's ever done that before. I mean, I guess you said like people do it like they come on hamburger. Like that is a thing. I didn't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's others like I've been on porn sites where you'll see uh, a lady or a guy drinking come out of a condom and whatever else but no i just thought well the plastic panties were on they were already super slick and then i just added the eggs and yeah it just kind of snowballed from there yeah crazy but fascinating that like i said literally top of the list of the most crazy things i've heard on my show that somebody has done but this is what i think like i think you know, if one person's done it, what are the odds that there's not another person out there that has? So if besides the people that are going to try it, that are listening, if anyone has ever done that before and they're listening to this, can you email me and tell me? Because I just, I can't believe it. I really, I can't. It's like, it blew my mind when I read it. It's even more crazy when you hear the whole story. I'm going to end with this story because we're already at a, a over an hour and I got to get back to my kid, but like honestly, sure. it was fucking great. Now I, I'm gonna edit well, this out. Yeah. I have a Patreon page, which is just like a pantyhose fetish site, but I don't, I don't want to air this just there. I want this to be on my regular, uh, on my regular site. Um, but if anybody wants to, like, if we ever do like a part two when we get more into your pantyhose thing, or if you ever want to call back in, we could do something that I would post there. But this is gonna be one for my regular for the you know for my audience because it's so good so i don't know when i'm going to air it but it'll be soon like probably like two weeks from now okay well if you do just pop me a a message and let me know so i can listen to it yeah you'll love it it's great thank you so much oh thank you kathy i enjoy your show and thanks for spending the time no problem keep it keep your uh stay tuned because yours will be coming up very soon this this uh this breakfast episode will be on because <laughs> it's so interesting. I have to post it ASAP. Yeah, no, breakfast sounds good. So. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Dana. Thanks for calling in. Okay. Bye. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. 
Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly.